0: We are in the middle of a mission statement Podcast series here on the Purposeful Impact podcast. This is the second episode. Last week we talked about the difference between a mission statement and a vision statement. And today we're going to dive into the first action step so that you can define your vision. You can know where you want to go and see that end in mind, like Stephen Covey tells us to start with the end in mind. So we're going to dive in today to defining your vision. And as we do that, I will be mentioning some worksheets and uh, checklists and and tools that can help you with this process. I will have a link to where you can download these. I'll have a a page on my website, crystalwagner.net forward slash mission statement, so that you can get a copy of these worksheets and be able to work through the exercises, and start to write your vision. Also, I'll have a link in the show notes where you can send me a message. Uh, If you want to let me know how you're doing in this process, maybe you have a question, feel free to reach out to me. And of course, if you want help with the process and you want to have someone to think through the questions with, have someone to ask questions that might bring up some Um, aspects that maybe you haven't thought of before. I'd love to help. You can find information on how we can work together in the show notes also. So let's dive in today and talk about defining your vision. We're going to move into the first step, which is to define your vision. Your vision is your dream. It's that destination of where you want to end up. What? is your, if you could say anything in the world that could happen, I want it to be this. This is what I'm passionate about. Uh, It usually has a wider impact than just your life. It may be a solution to a problem, something that you get really fired up about, something that frustrates you or angers you. One thing that is important to keep in mind is that your vision should be wider and broader than your current circumstance because you don't want to have a vision that ends when your current circumstance changes when i uh, before i had children i was a cpa and i worked at a large international company and then later worked at our church my life revolved around what i did at work and when i uh, when we had our our oldest daughter and i stayed home with her i really lost my sense of self i missed my spreadsheets i missed that structure of this is a project to get done this is the deadline to do it. And I can see I've accomplished what I set out to do. I can see that um, I've finished that and I'm moving on. But okay, parenthood, it's never ending. It's 18 to 20 years before we even kind of see that first glimmer of, you know what? I think they're going to be all right. So It was really hard for me in the beginning as I transitioned from work life into stay-at-home mom. And I literally had 18 months that I mourned the loss of that identity. I discovered that I then shifted my identity from being um, someone in the workforce to being a stay-at-home mom to then being a homeschool mom. And each time I felt that I was defined by my circumstance. And it's only been recently that I have learned more about myself, that I have embraced improving who I am and sharing what I learn with others, that that's my mission. And living out my mission isn't, it impacts my current circumstance, but it lives beyond that. So it's not specific to my life as. A worker, or as a mom, or um, as an empty nester. I mean, what I—the vision that I have now—can apply in any of those circumstances. Gary Collins said that people with vision have a clearer direction of where they want to go. Without vision, people flounder. They're deadlocked by tradition. They're drifting and stumbling while the world soars forward. It helps us to have that vision. It provides the clarity for us and helps us to um, set our sights on what we want to achieve. The word that I use to describe me is a thermostat. And that originally was not what it would have been. Originally, I would have said that I was a thermometer. I was reacting to what was going on in, in my life. A thermometer registers the temperature of the room. So if the room temperature goes up, the thermometer goes up. And that's pretty much what I did. Well, when my daughters were about four and seven, I heard this analogy and it really hit home with me. So it became my mantra. I wanted to not be the thermometer. I wanted to be the thermostat. I wanted to read the temperature of the room and then influence it by uh, cooling it down by warming it up, whatever needed to happen, I wanted to be that thermostat. I literally had days that I went around the house, repeating to myself, "Be the thermostat, be the thermostat, be the thermostat." It was just really hard to to do that. But words are powerful, and they can become a self fulfilling prophecy, both positive and negative. So as I adopted "be the thermostat" as my personal mantra. I started to effectively do that more and more. And I realized one day someone asked me when we were talking about this, how I do that? How am I the thermostat? Um, And at first I said, I don't know, I just do. And I've been thinking about it. There really were steps that I took in order to be the thermostat. But I took those steps because that was my vision. So I decided how I was going to react. I decided what I was going to do But first, I had to have that vision of what I wanted to achieve. So what are your dreams? What is it that you want to achieve? It could be big or small. It could be very practical. It could be very wacky. It it might be way out there and you think there is no way I can achieve this. But if you don't start with those big dreams, you'll have no place to end up. Keep in mind, too, that these should be your dreams not someone else's dreams of what you should do. So there might be things that you're thinking, you know, this is what I've always been thinking about. And then you start working through these questions and you realize that's not really what I want. So just use the time to um, think about your dreams and what you want to achieve. And um, as you work through that, let your mind have the freedom to write down things that seem a little outrageous. So take some time to think through what are your dreams. You can use the questions included in the workbook as you work through this. So now that we have your dreams identified, we're going to translate that into a vision statement. And These are all in your workbooks. You don't need to write anything down, but these are some of the more common ways that you could write your uh, vision statement. And there is not one right way to do it because just like you are unique and your vision is unique, creating your vision statement to reflect your personality or your family or your dream is important because the way that you say it is going to be is going to influence how you live that out. So I want to give you a few examples from our home just to give you some uh, a starting point to start thinking about this. And these are at the very back of the workbook. I believe it's right before the SWOT analysis. So if you decide you want to look back through them while you're working on crafting yours. So you could have a statement that starts with, I envision. So my personal mission statement is, I envision a world where parents and children develop deeper relationships and work as a team to create an atmosphere where everyone thrives and pursues their passions. Or you might use a format of that phrase. So our family vision statement is love and worship God, love and serve others. And so that it doesn't follow any of the other actual formats or or rules, um, templates, but it's, it encompasses how we want to approach our family life. For our homeschool, we say that our goal in homeschooling is that our children will leave home equipped and capable of fulfilling God's purpose for their lives. And so it's still broad enough, but specific in that we know the goal that we're trying to achieve. So the next step is for you to write a draft of your vision statement and look for themes in the answers that you had on your dreams section. You might want to start with that. um, I envision and who do you envision doing it and what are they doing? Or you may want to say, I desire, my goal is. And so depending on which statement that you're working on and uh, what what your dreams were, what your personality is, choosing any of these can help you. So it can be important to keep in mind this checklist, and this is also in your workbook, but keep it concise. If possible, have it down to one sentence so that you can remember it, so that you can repeat it. If it is long and um very descriptive and goes into lots of detail, it's going to be harder for you to remember and focus on that. We will get to a point where you will write out uh, a more descriptive detail, what it is that you're wanting to see happen. But in for this purpose, try to keep it uh, short. Uh, I've heard it described as boiling it down to one powerful statement. Keep it specific also make it a little ambitious. If it's not just a little scary that you could achieve it, you're probably not dreaming big enough. As we talked about earlier, make it unique to you. And then I like to think about this, make it a golf size umbrella, because we don't want this little umbrella that, okay, this is going to work for this season in my life. We want it big enough that it can cover your personal life, your uh, or if you have any professional endeavors or your community involvement, your church involvement, can you apply your vision in all of those settings? Is it going to apply once your children have graduated and they're on their own and you're in a new season? You might need to ask yourself if it you can't uh, answer that this is a golf umbrella size vision. How can you broaden your perspective so that you can continue your mission in different uh Settings and in different stages, like when your children graduate. So, go ahead and take some time to work on your vision statement. This is an area where it can be easy to get frustrated that you're not getting it just how you want it. And this is something that having that draft will help you to then think about it. I found that I would work on it a little bit and then I would think, I, I can't do anymore. I-, I-, I don't know what's missing, but something's not right. And I'd be driving around town and I'd be thinking about it and I'd be realizing, oh, I know what I need to change. And so I'd go change that one little bit and think that's still not right. So as you think about it more, you'll get more clarity. You'll uh, be able to revise it and refine it. And that may take some time. So today your goal is to start looking at the themes that you wrote out on your uh, dreams and just see what is most important to you. What is really standing out that you want to focus on? Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.